All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of Los Angeles, people of Los Angeles, my fellow people of LA. This is a very heartbreaking episode of the Ed Namrock podcast because a Los Angeles icon and humongous contributor to the community, Hall of Famer, five-time NBA champion, Kobe Bryant has passed away at the age of 41, along with his 13-year-old daughter, Gigi. And I want to, I want to focus on uh, naming all nine people on board simply because I don't want their, you know, their, their tragedy to be overshadowed necessarily by Kobe and Jenna, even though it's tragic as well. But here are the names of everyone on the flight, and this is what we know. Kobe Bryant was 41. His 13-year-old daughter, Gigi, Gianna Bryant. Her basketball teammate, Alyssa Altabelli. Alyssa's father, John Altabelli, who was also a baseball coach at OCC at Orange Coast College. Alyssa's mom, Carrie Altabelli. Christina Mauser, a basketball coach at the nearby Harbor Day School, where Gigi Bryant attended. Peyton Chester, a middle school student. Uh, Sarah Chester, Peyton's mom. And Ara Zobayan, the, the helicopter pilot. And here's what we know, just, in, just so you at least get some factual information as opposed to what TMZ ended up doing just because they wanted to be the first ones to break the tragedy and have Vanessa Bryant find out that way as opposed to a a more subtle and less, I guess, public way, even though it would have been public anyway, but still, I don't think that's how you want to find out that you lost your daughter and your husband on a fucking website known as TMZ, which I can't stand. Um, so Kobe, Gigi, and members of the basketball team, the Mambas, and all the families boarded the private helicopter at uh, John Wayne Airport. And there's a map that shows where the helicopter took off before the final flight, which was on Sunday morning. And they were likely, the Bryants were likely coming from their home in Newport. Um, Gigi went to uh, the private school right there, Harbor Day School. So that's where she attends or attended. Uh, And Christina Mauser happened to be the the basketball coach there at the school. And she she was, of course, in the helicopter. So they were going to the Mambo Sports Academy in Newberry Park, to attend uh, Gigi's basketball game. And it says here that the original plan was to land at Camarillo Airport, which is about a 20-minute drive from the Mamba Sports Academy. 
the helicopter had made almost exactly the same trip before as what I've been reading. And the helicopter was a Sikorsky S-76, which Kobe used to avoid traffic between his house and L.A., as well as to help teammates get to doctor's appointments. And it goes on to say that it took off at 9.06 in the morning, uh, local time here in L.A. Uh, the pilot was, uh, I don't know if it's Ara or Asa, I can't remember. Um, Zubayan, the same pilot who flew Brian to his final Lakers, to his final Laker game in 2016. And it reads here too that Kurt Dietz, another pilot who often flew Bryant to LA for games and practices, told the Wall Street Journal that Zobayan was an experienced pilot deeply familiar with the Los Angeles area. So there's no doubt that Mr. Zobayan, rest in peace, knew how to navigate through LA. So Dietz also added that only experienced pilots like Zabayan would have been in the air in the condition seen on Sunday. So Zabayan was an instrument rated commercial pilot and flight instructor. So he taught people how to fly a helicopter. And here's what has been reported is that the area had intense fog at the time. And I remember on Saturday while I was driving rideshare, I saw the fog just come out of nowhere. It was pretty, you know, it was pretty, pretty common that I would see that in that area. And I was over in that area. I was in Newport, but on Sunday, I, I guess it was so bad that the LAPD grounded all of its helicopters that morning. So, okay, so that's one thing that was unfolded. And the local National Weather Service office warned a deep marine layer, low clouds and dense fog that morning. And apparently Jeffrey Starr, who's, a, who's also a YouTube star, posted videos of dense fog around his nearby mansion shortly before the crash. And as of Monday, the NTSB is still investigating if weather played a role and called on members of the public to send in photos of the area um, to assess flying conditions on the day of the crash. And they're doing this because they want to prevent this from ever happening again. And well, one, okay, so 10 minutes into the flight, Burbank Air Traffic Control ordered the helicopter to hold because another helicopter was landing nearby. So the pilot said he would circle around Glendale and await instruction. Um, Glendale is about maybe 40 miles um, from John Wayne Airport and 35 miles from Thousand Oaks which is where, where they were going. And apparently this was unusual because the helicopter typically didn't venture as far north as Glendale on previous flights between Orange County and Newberry Park. Um, so the helicopter circled for 12 minutes while awaiting special visual flight rules, clearance to continue on in the foggy conditions, 
Um, so here, here's the thing that I've been kind of dissecting is under normal visual flight rules, abbreviated F VFR visibility is adequate for a pilot to stay oriented and navigate by visual cues often used in conjunction with instruments. SVFR clearance can be requested when a pilot is not rated to fly slow, solely by instrument conditions known as instrument flight rules or IFR in an aircraft they're piloting, particularly if conditions deteriorate during a flight that was previous under VFR. So all these abbreviations basically mean that the pilot has to be cleared by air traffic control because there's actual rules for flight in these types of weather conditions. So he has to wait for the pass or else he doesn't fly. In this case, they gave it to him. And it goes on to read a little, a little later in the flight, the pilot asked for the flight following quote unquote, in which controllers would track the flight and be in regular contact. However, the pilot was told they were flying too low for that. That's what the NTSB said on Monday. So at 9.40 a.m. somewhere over Granada Hills, the helicopter changed path and turned towards the mountainous Thousand Oaks. And according to the NTSB, uh, the helicopter climbed around, by the way, the NTSB is the National Transportation Safety Board. And what they are, they're, uh, they're a U.S. government investigative agency responsible for civil transportation accident investigations. So they're the ones that look into aviation accidents and so on. And okay, so the helicopter climbed around 2,300 feet to avoid a cloud layer. And shortly after, started a descending left turn. That was at 9.40. And 9.45 minutes later, the helicopter crashed into a hill in a hilly area in Thousand Oaks at around 1,700 feet. So it had, it had been flying at around 153 knots, which is the equivalent of 176 miles per hour at the time. Um the last radar contact with the helicopter was around 9:45, consistent to the accident's location according to the ntsb um there is a map of the flight path um and i'm what i'm noticing is that the helicopter circled over glendale before crashing and the flight path was heading towards mamba mamba sports academy in thousand oaks um So what, what they found was pieces of the helicopter were scattered all over the hillside near the main impact point. Uh, the debris field spans as wide as about 600 feet. Responders were called to the site at 9.47 in the morning. The crash had ignited a brush fire within a quarter acre radius. And... Apparently, that was enough to start a pretty big fire, so that could have been, you know, 
that could have ignited something big. Um, but they had to shut down the roads leading to the site because so many people were trying to approach the crash area. And this is because fucking TMZ, uh, don't even get me started on those guys, dude. But the LA County coroner's office said Sunday night that recovery efforts could take at least two days due to the fog conditions. But the bodies of three victims, including including Kobe, were recovered on Monday. Um, that's what the LA coroner said. And as of Monday, the coroner was still gathering the remains of the victims. Um, it says here there was no black box aboard the aircraft. So the recording device was not required for the aircraft, according to the NTSB. Um, but questions remain about the crash why did brian's party fly despite the poor weather conditions is the one i asked and whose decision was it to take off and i don't know i mean we can find out and really get down to the nitty-gritty of what happened and why and why did the plane fly towards Thousand Oaks in its last minutes. Um, or if there was anything mechanically wrong with the aircraft or whatever. But nonetheless, I mean, I also saw a picture of, well, the video of Jeffree Star um, taking video of the fog where his mansion is and literally the crash site is like two miles away from where he lives. But that's what we know. That's what happened. And it's fucking sad. It's sad because Kobe wasn't supposed to go out like this. Most people would argue with me and say, well, it was his time, yada, yada, yada. I, I have a tough time with these, these types of things because they're unforeseen and sometimes preventable. Uh, but the fact that him and Gigi, and Gigi only being 13 and Kobe being 41, He's only two years older than me. Uh, just really, it's fucking heartbreaking. And what's even, even more heartbreaking on top of that is the fact that Vanessa Bryant has to keep it all together. And I'll, here's the thing. A lot of people have been commenting to me that, did you know Kobe? Why are you so somber over this this death when there's death every day i get it yes i wasn't born fucking yesterday you fucking pendejo you have to understand kobe bryant came to los angeles not even not even a high school graduate just yet i mean i think he did graduate but then he shot straight over here to la the man has not played for any other fucking team except for my Los Angeles Lakers. 
I'm sure all of us in LA at least ran into him one, two, three, four, five times. Why do I mourn the death of Kobe Bryant and his daughter? Because they were LA. They are LA. You'd be stupid if you've been living here your whole fucking life and you don't know who Kobe Bryant is and what he's done. Not only athletically, but to the community. And he started Mamba Sports Academy. Why? Because he's all about the fucking kids, man. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. Seriously. Tell me I'm wrong. It's dumb. Just because you mourn the loss of someone that you don't know, that you don't really know, that's fucking stupid. This is a person that children to this day look up to. There's other athletes that look up to him. How how could you even fathom that either yay you're drunk high or you're hitting the pookie too hard too many broken windows i say nonetheless rest in peace kobe rest in peace Gigi. rest in peace all nine victims of the helicopter crash and that's it that's all i got